Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. loves us. He came to reveal the righteousness, the goodness of God. He stepped into the brokenness we created to conquer it for us, to set us free. The gospel is that God is actually good. He's revealed his righteousness by coming to be with us and give us his spirit by loving us in this way. It's important to remember that God loves you. Much like a parent, God only wants the best for his children, the best for you. And in the book of Romans, Paul says that when we sin, we are rebelling against God. And God doesn't want this for us. Today, Pastor David continues through Paul's letter to the Romans. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Romans chapter 1, as he continues his message, Facts. The fact that Jesus was crucified was prophesied in Psalm 22 and in Psalm 31, before the death by crucifixion had even become like a standard practice anywhere. It was written hundreds of years before all of that, in Psalm 22, Psalm 31, the prophecy speaks of, they pierced my hands and feet, divide my clothes by lot. All those things were prophesied hundreds of years before they happened. And then, of course, the resurrection. Jesus rose from the dead. That was prophesied hundreds of years before it happened. And it matters for us to look at, at some of those things, for us to know some of those things, because it's not trivia, And it's not myths and it's not stories. These are some of the evidences that God has given us to let us know this is real. I mean, there's so much more. We've we've made it available through the the church website. If you want to email us, pastor at Calvary Miami Beach, right? You can ask questions because there's so much more to this. But I just want to lay out for us a little bit. This is reasonable, there's, there's history, there's evidence. The way the message spread in the early church, right? The, the apostles, the ones who lived with Jesus and went and shared the gospel were the guys who lived with him. They would have known if it was a lie, right? They're the ones saying he rose from the dead. And then most of them, I think all but one, were killed brutally for it. Peter was crucified upside down. They tried to boil John in oil. Some of the guys were sawn in half. Some were fed to lions. They died brutal deaths for the message that they either invented or knew to be true. And the whole early church, within 50 years, within 100 years 
of the resurrection. They were being brutally persecuted by the Roman Empire and in other countries. I mean, everywhere they went, they were beaten, they were fed to lions, they were set on fire, they had their children taken from them and murdered, and, right? They suffered for this. Either for a lie that they invented for no good reason because it cost them everything or for the truth. It's important that, that we know this is true. I don't proclaim this message here for any other reason than I found it to be true. Jesus came and met me and changed me. And he's called me to share it, so I share it. So I'm not going to spend all morning on the apologetics. Like I said, you can email us, you can reach out. I do want to give you two points of attack if you're wrestling with this. If you're not sure, do your research. Really study this. The truth is not afraid of investigation. The truth will come out if you search it out. So do your research. Study it. And one of the best ways to research this is to pray. Because the claim is that Jesus is alive. So if you're curious about it, ask him. Just talk to him about it. For me, I spent, there was a good year or two where I had to like do my research, read books, you know, look into things. And I also started just asking him, God, if this is real, would you show me? And then after a year or two of that wrestling with it, he did. He stepped in and transformed me. And like I changed in a moment and met him. At the end of the day, the whole thing here is simply the truth of the risen Jesus. Let's dig into it some more. Verse six, through him, we have received grace and apostleship, the commission to go, apostleship, for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world because God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request if by some means now at last I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. Because again, Paul had heard that the church had had been born, but he hadn't been able to visit them yet and help them get solid in their doctrine. He says, I long to see to you, to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift that you may be established. And that is that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and of me. Now, I don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you both to Greeks and to barbarians, to non-Greeks, to the wise and the unwise. So as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also, because I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek, because in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The second point I want to drill home for us today is that the truth compels us to share it. We have received the power of God for salvation. 
And so as we ground ourselves in that truth, it, it compels us, it indebts us to the world to share what we've received. Hebrews 1, the book of Hebrews begins by saying, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son. And John 1 begins by telling us that the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time, but the only begotten son who is in the bosom, in the embrace, close to the heart of the father, he has declared him. Jesus came. The message is that God loves us. He came to reveal the righteousness, the goodness of God. He stepped into the brokenness we created to conquer it for us, to set us free. The gospel is that God is actually good. He's revealed his righteousness by coming to be with us and give us his spirit by loving us in this way. And so that compels us to share it. Right? We, we have a responsibility. We're in debt to the world around us to tell them about it. And there's two sides to that. On the one hand, this is meant to be an overflow of what we've received. Right? We have received the message. We've received the love of God. And so there's a, a degree to which it's just natural that we express that. You know, when you're enjoying something, you tend to talk about it. As we spend time with him, he wants us to just design to be the overflow of that. And I want to make that clear because I think we can turn evangelism into a a work of salvation, and that's not what it's meant to be. Jesus told us, you know, again, he paid the price. He fulfilled the law in our place. You don't earn God's love. You receive it. He says, look to him. And he'll transform you. I'm driving that home because for me, that was, that was an area that I really wrestled for a long time of feeling like, if I don't do this, God doesn't love me. And that's not what he's saying. glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.